Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. Happy midweek, everybody. It's Eric G here Around the House. We have got a great show coming up this weekend that I don't want you to miss. But today in our midweek special... I wanted to bring up something that I'm seeing coming on the radar, which I think this could be a big deal one of these days, and it's preliminary, but I think it's something that we need to talk about. If you out there have gotten cabinets or you had a house built and uh, J&K Cabinetry had provided you with those cabinets, this one you might want to pay attention to, or if you're a builder remodeler and you've been using J&K Cabinetry, this is something that's kind of interesting. So I had an attorney reach out to me here this last week because, uh, well, first off, we'll set the record straight on that. They actually had an ad going out saying that they were looking, this law firm was looking at J&K cabinetry because people that went in there and had bought those import cabinets with maple, and they said they were marketed as maple, were actually not maple. They were birch. So, of course, you know, anytime that we see potential deceptive advertising, that makes me go, hmm, wonder what the story is on that. So I, I had a quick conversation with this attorney, and uh, he came back with this. And he sent me over uh, this big detailed page, which was kind of hard to find. It is the uh, United States Court of Internal Trade, and it's this court case number 20-00109 and it's kind of interesting because this is where cabinets to go kind of gets brought into this as well so there's a lot more to this when I'll be bringing him on I think on the show in the future but there was this case here this last year and it was kind of interesting. So there was this case that came out from uh, November 18, 2021, on a motion and opinion. And uh, it became before M. Miller Baker, the judge for this. Okay. So there had been this big thing on tariffs and cabinet dumping and stuff from these uh, Chinese cabinet companies into the U.S. They didn't actually rule so much on this because they said that was more for civil litigation. But in their findings to see if these companies were dumping, and I'll say dumping because that's what they said they were doing, cabinetry at below cost into the United States, what came out of this was a very interesting finding by this judge. And it's something I think we need to pay attention to because if you've worked out there, you know, maple is a different price. It's more expensive than birch typically. 
And I prefer maple over birch for a bunch of different reasons. Birch is a great wood if you're going to, you know, if you're going to be staining it, not so much. If you're going to be painting it, yeah, it works okay. And birch also has, you know, it has this basic greenness to it sometime, which you have to be careful with. But let's dive into this for just a second because uh, I think it's something that if you have J&K cabinets or even cabinets to go cabinets that were manufactured and sold to you as maple, looks like there's a decent chance that that could be birch, which means, you know, that could have been deceptive to you. Now, I don't know about cabinets to go on this, how deep they are in this, but I know J&K cabinetry is, is a big part of this. So... When they were doing their investigation, they were going through to see what the costs were, the federal government, of the materials going in and what they were selling them for here in the U.S. And basically, if you read through this, to paraphrase it, they said, wait a minute, there's a whole bunch of birch coming in the back door, and you got a bunch of maple coming out the front door. And they went, well, yeah, they're, they're kind of close. Of course, the federal government went, no. So that's the interesting part of this. And I think that's fascinating is that they didn't want to, as in they, as in the federal government, didn't want to get involved in the deceptive part of this because they said, well, that's for the attorneys and, and class action lawsuits and that stuff kind of stuff to go after. So that's kind of where this is going. But uh, we'll see what happens as this played out. But if you've got J&K cabinetry in your house, Maybe you bought it for a remodel or your builder put it in there, your modeler put it in there, and you were told it was maple. I'd be sure interested to talk to you. So you can make sure and reach out to me over at aroundthehouseonline.com or you can send something over to Twitter as well over there at uh, and just send me an instant message over there. But I'd be curious to see if you actually have maple or if you've got birch. Because there could be something there for you. So just something to keep an eye out on. There's a lot more to this going to be coming out over the next year or two. But uh, I think it's something that I'm early in on here with this. That could be a huge deal with cabinetry out there where potentially a homeowner went in and bought it. And then turned around only later to realize that they did not get the wood that they had paid for. So it's going to be kind of interesting. So we'll see what happens with all of that. But uh, if you do have any, any knowledge of that or used to work for those guys, uh, give me a call. I'm kind of doing some research on it. And it's my little research project for right now. And this is going to be a little more interesting stuff. And uh, this is a uh, interesting court case to follow. Uh, so we'll see how this goes this next year. And in other news from toolguide.com, that's G-O-I-D.com, toolguide.com, Looks like they're reporting uh, a couple days ago here that there is a Milwaukee updated impact wrench potential issue. Now, I have the original version one of this in full disclosure, and it does not have any issues to me in my one that I have. So I have version one. This looks like this is version two, and this is the 2767 M18 heavy-duty cordless impact wrench. It looks like they came up reading through this story that they have a new design and there have been reports now of failure of some of the new design parts that were in there. So there's a couple different issues that I'm seeing. It looks like that there are um, intermittent power delivery issues when the trigger switch is first 
pressed in certain modes. And then there seems to be a kind of a stutter for a few seconds at low speeds before operating at full speed. But there has been also some mechanical failures where some pins have been coming out and uh, the unit has been failing for certain people. So not getting into the details of the planet gears and all those different things, but uh, it looks like that there could be an issue there where things might be coming apart. So something to keep an eye on. Milwaukee says they're taking it very seriously and they're investigating it, which I know they will. They are good at that. Uh, Milwaukee is by no means a perfect company out there. Sometimes these things get out in the real world and uh, what didn't go out through testing shows up. And uh, well, these things happen to every tool manufacturer out there. So they're going to take a look at it. Uh, Milwaukee did give a statement out that says we take all feedback seriously and our teams are actively investigating this claim. If anyone in your audience has experienced dissatisfaction, please send them our way. They can return the tool to Milwaukee for repair utilizing their e-service portal. And uh, they can have it taken a look by Milwaukee technicians to see if it's covered under the warranty. And that way you can determine, you know, what's covered, what's not. Uh, all tools repaired with genuine Milwaukee parts and the average turnaround time is seven to 10 business days. They can also have their tool repaired through their nearest authorized service. And uh, you can do that as well. So uh, just be careful guys. If you have that new B model out there, keep an eye on that. Uh, they're saying that uh, if you have the model 2767 with the serial number starting with H 96 B, keep your receipt. It looks like the issue might only affect some, but not all Rev B models. So take a peek at that. Make sure that you've got that receipt. Uh, Milwaukee, of course, I think will stand behind this pretty well. I've never had an issue with them not standing behind their tools on that. So if there is an issue, I'm sure they will come up with a solution for it if there is an issue. So that's going to be a good one to keep an eye on. All right, everybody. Well, we've got a great show coming up here uh, this weekend. I have got Hugh. From Human Made, you might have seen him on Instagram, YouTube. He builds, he does woodworking, leatherworking. He builds so many different things out there from big tables to built-in bookcases that move to leather to chain mail to lots of different things. It's going to be a great show about a builder out there that's doing a lot. And then hour number two, we've got a master class on decks coming out. And this is going to be huge because we've got Dr. Dex in the studio. And that is going to be a big show if you're thinking about building a deck. What his secrets are to deck building, what's his tools, what's the screws he use, what's his recommendations, and what's coming up in the future. So that is going to be a huge show coming up on Saturday that you don't want to miss. Now, I do want to say I'm very happy about lumber prices going down. Now, not all lumber prices are down, and I think they still have a long way to go. As Dr. Dex will be telling you in this weekend show, him and I were talking and we bring up the fact that, well, a lot of lumber still hasn't come down yet, especially when we get into beams and glue lambs and that stuff. It's still through the roof in many cases, so we still have a way to go. But I wanted to bring up something that I saw with uh, Roseburg Lumber this last uh, week that was very important. You know, we have lumber grading, right? So when you go down to the lumber yard or the hardware store to go buy some two by fours or something, it'll say on there what the stamp is of what the lumber is graded. Now, what's interesting is that lumber really doesn't have an appearance grade. It's not really being graded on visual attractiveness. It's actually by strength. So 
they're basically looking at it and go, how strong is this two by four, for instance? So it's, uh, it's pretty difficult, but you know how they do it. It began back in the early twenties, like 1922. And finally the American lumber standard was published in 1924. But even though we're coming up on geez, hundred years of that, there are things that get changed from time to time as we get smarter and, and we do a better job of it. You know, for instance, right now, Douglas for lumber is graded on a scale of one to four with one being the highest grade. And then in many cases, lumber is also rated with a number of by like number one or number two and better. And number two and better just means that it could be number two and number one pieces of lumber within that. But grading a lumber is also kind of confusing because other wood products are graded on more visual characteristics. So when you're looking at lumber, number one grade is great for strength and performance, but there could be still visual defects that aren't really pretty, right? Because it's done on strength. So that's kind of interesting. So if you want to get into appearance grade stuff, that's where you got to get into other stuff like that, where it's graded on appearance, not on lumber. Now they've made some changes now, which is kind of interesting to what they call prior select. And you're like, what is prior select? So think about it. When you have a rack of lumber that is, let's say two and better. So two and one. NPS, which no prior select, means that nobody has gone through and high graded and pulled out the best looking stuff out of there. So that way, because, you know, not all mills separate out the visually appearing, you know, peeling grades of lumber. So no prior select units haven't been sorted through and high graded. And they still retain the, you know, kind of like full spectrum of material that falls into a grade, no matter how nice it looks. So what this is going to do is when you're looking at a, a, you know, a rack of lumber out there, you're going to be able to see that when it says NPS, no prior select. Okay, cool. This is a regular bunk of lumber. Where if it just says two and better, it might've had the ones and the pretty stuff out of it. So it's all going to be kind of number two, mostly. And all the uh, pretty clear wood hasn't been taken out of it. So it's just going to be another thing for grading out there that I think it's going to make a difference. Cause I think it's going to really show you what that lumber is inside that bunk that you're going to get a natural selection of what goes in there versus somebody going through and going up. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty. And you getting definitely more twos than you would out of a two and better since it's been high graded. So something to think about and uh, it's something that not all mills are going to do, but uh, I think it's going to help clear it when you see that. And so it looks like Roseburg lumber is going to be the first one offering that uh, NPS. So when you see that NPS, you'll know what it means out there as you're searching for lumber. All right, everybody. Well, it's time to get going. I've got meetings to head out to, and I just wanted to say thanks for tuning into the Round the House. We've got, as we said, a big show ahead this week. Make sure on the podcast that you have gone through and made sure that you subscribe to that or, or follow or whatever platform you're using, make sure that you hit that. And so that way, even if you're sitting there in your office, listen to the show, 
Yeah, maybe you're on iTunes. Just make sure that you hit the subscribe button and uh, grab all the shows you can so you have them for a later date. Maybe you're traveling around or you're working in the yard or getting some projects done inside as we get into fall. All right, everybody, have a great rest of the week, and thanks again for listening to Around the House. Anywhere beyond the mean Life is a love song, let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand, I know where to go All over the radio with you Hey, it's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out Millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's Millboard.com.